Hello music lovers, hello record collectors, welcome to Feed Your Head podcast. This is the second episode and if you have listened to the first one you know what it's all about. Rare records, great music and and lots of fun. My name is Jonas and I live in Stockholm, Sweden and uh, this is my little hobby project to record this podcast so I'm just an amateur doing what I love playing records and talk about music. You can find me on Instagram and Vinyl Stockholm there, so please check out my collection there. Today I have piled up a great bunch of records, a few LPs, few singles, some pop, some folk, some uh, psych of course, I play a lot of psych here, and uh, even some progressive I think will be in this episode. Anyway, I think it's time to just dig into the pile of records and start with the first one. First part of this trip is uh, New York actually, and uh, a band called Druids of the Stonehenge. This band started out as an you know, R&B rock band, garage band in the mid-60s, and at first they just called themselves the Druids. But uh, after a while, when the psychedelic rock revolution hit America, they changed their name to the more cool name, uh, Druids of the Stonehenge. They also moved to the West Coast, you know, where it all happened. After they had changed their name, they were signed to the Universal subsidiary label Uni Records, and they released their full-length LP called Creation in 1968. It's a really nice LP where, you know, they're garage roots meets the new psychedelic sound of the time and uh, it's quite a nice mix of those both worlds. And uh, the song I have chosen to play is called Speed and it's just a great tune with, you know, I've always loved songs where they sing like hey hey hey. I don't know why but I think it's really cool and this is This one has a great chorus where they sing just hey, 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 I'm talking about speed. So it's a song about speed, I guess, and and I mean, it has this uh, Mick Jagger style vocals and really cool uh, drumming in this one and and a very loud tambourine. But uh, anyway, it's it's a kick-ass song and here it is, Speed with Druids of the Stonehenge.
Hey, 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 that was the Druids of the Stonehenge with a great song, Speed. Hope you like that one. And uh, we're going to move up north now to Canada, to Toronto, and a psychedelic pop group called Kensington Market. They were, you know, a short-lived band. They only did two LPs between 1967 and 69. And their last album is called Aardvark, and I have uh, have a song from that one here I'm going to play. And uh, this, this LP is really great and um, quite strong psychedelic Beatles influences. I mean, it's basically a pop album, but uh, it has really cool experimental and some early prog in it as well. And for once this isn't a very expensive album, you can find it quite easily and um, I strongly suggest you pick up a copy because you get great music for, for your money here. The song I have chosen is called Said I Could Be Happy and it's a really cool song with, uh, I think it has a really strong uh, you know, Canterbury sound to it, especially the harmony vocals is to me, it sounds very much like Caravan. Anyway, it has some similar style there. So, let's listen to this great song, Said I Could Be Happy by Kensington Market.
That was Kensington Market with the song Said I Could Be Happy from 1969. And uh, now it's time for a classic Acid Archive, you know, American Private Press from 1978. Totally mind-blowing album and uh, a mind-blowing story to the LP as well. I always love uh, when an album has a great story behind it and... This LP really has a a cool story. The album uh, is called Heaven Was Blue and was recorded by a guy called Rick Saucedo, who was, you know, an Elvis tribute artist. So he used to play like Jailhouse Rock and stuff on stage. But uh, when Elvis Presley died in 1977, he got really upset about this and, you know... I think he had some acid trips and uh, wrote some songs. I have heard that uh, the song I'm going to play, I've heard that he wrote it on the, on the graveyard the day Elvis Presley died. So he got really upset about this and decided to, you know, record an album with his own material, not the, the Elvis material that he was playing usually. I mean, he was dealing with the death of Elvis Presley and... Uh, it was his way of dealing with it to, to do this LP. And uh, the theme is clearly, you know, life and death here. And on the back of the LP, it's a you know, spooky graveyard. And on the front is a haunting house. I mean, when this album came out, Heaven Was Blue. I mean, his, his regular fans must have been like in shock. Because it was something completely different. It is a really great trippy psychedelic album with, you know, superb songs. And the B-side is just one long track called Heaven Was Blue that is just a mind blower. And I'm not going to play that one because it's it's a really long song. And so I'm going to play a song from, from the A-side. Actually, the first song on the LP called Reality. It's also a great song. And... Um, This is, of course, a very rare album to find. I mean, I don't know how many was pressed back in 1978, but it's very hard to find and really expensive if you find it. And I was quite lucky when I found it. I mean, I paid a lot for it, but I think it's more expensive now than what I paid for it. Anyway, thanks Giovanni for this one. If you're listening down in Italy... I'm very happy with with the LP that I got, and um, yeah, uh, we're gonna listen to this now. Uh, this song called "Reality," and um, it's a really nice psychedelic, I don't know, underground sound. Uh, really cool. Uh, so dig this.
Brilliant stuff from Rick Saucedo from 1978 from the LP Heaven Was Blue. Yeah, now we're gonna go back uh, almost 10 years before Rick Saucedo recorded this album we just heard. Uh, a British band called Tudor Lodge were formed and uh, of course they took their name from, from the local pub Tudor Lodge and um, they began to play in folk clubs around England and became a quite popular act. In 1970 they were joined by an American singer named Anne Stewart and the three of them got signed to Vertigo Records to release their self-titled debut album. 
and uh, the album was uh, like many records from Vertigo released in a really expensive and cool record cover you know it's a six uh, panel fold out in a very fragile textured cover with superb folk psych artwork so it's naturally a really collectible record and many people want it and uh, I also I also think that the music is really great it's mostly male female harmony folk you know with some psychedelic stuff but mostly it's just you know laid-back beautiful rural folk music really nice my pick here is a song called willow tree and it's a first track on the b-side and um, it has this you know spooky eerie intro and after that we hear the more regular Tudor Lodge sound you know the gentle folk music so hope you like this one this is Willow Tree by Tudor Lodge
This was uh, Tudor Lodge, the British band Tudor Lodge, with the song Willow Tree from 1971. I should also mention that everything I play here on the Feed Your Head podcast is, you know, taken directly from the original vinyls. I don't play any reissues or any MP3s or anything. I I record from my vinyl player down to the computer with, you know, no filters added. So you hear the records with all the crackles and everything just like like they were released back in the days and uh, now it's time for a single here and um, a great British psychedelic single is coming up and it's a band called The Peep Show and they did two singles in 67 maybe 68 and I'm gonna play uh, the b-side from their debut single it's a great, uh, you know, British psych song called uh, Macy, and uh, it's a really cool song with really cool bass line and a cool drum beat. It has a little bit of a Tomorrow Never Knows vibe in it. This single is a classic if you collect British psychedelia. Yeah, let's listen to this song Macy and see if you dig it. Here is the Peep Show.
That was Macy by The Peep Show from 1967. The next LP I have here is by a band that I really don't know how to pronounce this, but I think it's pronounced Fuchsia or Fuchsia or hell, I don't know. A strange name, Fuchsia. Anyway, Fuchsia, they uh, released just one LP in 1971 on the Pegasus label in the UK. And uh, they were formed by the singer and guitarist Tony Durant. And he put together this uh, rather unusual lineup for his new progressive band. And I mean, they have the typical guitar based drum setting, but they also have a small string section in the band. A couple of girls that uh, provi- also provided some backing vocals. And uh, together it gives them quite a unique sound, I think. And uh, the album was produced by the famous David Hitchcock. You know, the same guy that uh, produced Caravan, Mellow Candle and Genesis and a lot of other stuff from the 70s. Tony Durant is still active, I think, and he is playing with a Swedish band called Me and My Kites these days. By the way, Me and My Kites, uh, they are kind of neo-psychedelic pop band and uh, quite cool from Sweden. Check them out. They need all the support they can get. Yeah, we're going to listen to the track uh, Gone with a Mouse. Really cool song. And uh, it has all those uh, unique parts from Fuchsia. You know, with uh, the haunting female backing vocals and really cool string sections. And also some nice progressive rock in, in it. So it's a, it's a nice one. So let's listen to this Gone with a Mouse. Red by the sun Turn to the west Everyone disappeared Confining the waters In lines drawn and quartered Ruled by the crown Two Jacobin princes played With clattering foils in the dust Avarice drawn from a spark into fire And the time-honored kingdom divided Withered and died Thank you. 
Edmund's daughter sat in rags with her hand to the wheel. Her father stayed quietly inside, weaving dreams, reflecting on moments gone by him in so many years. That was Gone with the Mouse by Fuchsia. I don't know how to pronounce it, so... Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, this LP is, uh, you know, very hard to find in great condition. It almost always has some ring wear uh, or other wear, so it's it's hard to find in mint condition. Uh, my copy is, is totally okay. If you want to see pictures of uh, the record covers that I play here, uh, just go to the website feedyourhead.se. I will upload pictures on all the records that I play here in every episode. So go there and check out the album covers. It's time for another single here, uh, UK One. This is a cosmic glam rocker from 1972 by a guy calling himself Paul St. John. His real name is Laurie Marshall, and nowadays he's just Loris, and uh, he's still active actually and making pop music. But uh, this single I have here is, I think it's his first one as a solo artist. He used to work as a session musician for the Abbey Road studio in the late 60s and the early 70s, I guess. And uh, in 1972, he recorded and released uh, his this uh, single called Flying Sources Have Landed with a B-side spaceship lover and it was released on Pi Records. And I guess they were trying to jump on the David Bowie hype at the time. Because, uh, you know, it's a glammy, late psych, you know, Bowie in space, UFO sing-along, really cool song. Uh, and... You can of course hear the David Bowie sound in it, but uh, I think it has a bit more psych in it as well. And uh, both A-side and the B-side is really great, but um, I'm going to play the A-side here. Flying Saucers have landed. And uh, he was very much influenced by the Swiss author Eric von Däniken. You know, a guy who had all these wild theories about extraterrestrial visiting early cultures on Earth, you know, that we have been contacted long, long time ago by UFOs. You can really hear all about it in this wonderful single. Well, let's space out to Flying Sources Have Landed by Paul St. John. 
That was the no-hit wonder Flying Sources Have Landed by Paul St. John. Super cool single and uh, I contacted Loris because I found him online and asked if he could sell me, if he had some singles to sell, but he didn't have any himself. So, But I, I finally found one on Discogs and it's really cool to have one. So from this uh, space journey, we're going to move to another kind of journey and a song called Unknown Journey by a band called Justine. Justine released just one album in 1970 on the Uni Records in the UK. And they were kind of, you know, sunshine, pop, folk, harmony singing group. Uh, Very nice and gentle, but... um, It has one track that really stands out from the rest and it's this one, uh, Unknown Journey. It's the last track on the LP and uh, 
on this song they really explore more psychedelic territories. Very long, very trippy and it has this psyche, fuzzy guitar in it. It's a nice one. Let's listen to this track Unknown Journey by the band Justine. Whoa! 
What a Ride Man, Justine with Unknown Journey. Now it's time for an American named Ron McKinnon to be part of the Feed Your Head Pop Spectacular. Yes, she uh, is not very psychedelic. She released one album called Round Is Her Name on Cap Records back in 1968. And uh, she was a folk rock pop artist. But um, she was also a really great guitar player. And uh, this LP has one song that's instrumental with some nice finger picking guitars from Ron. And the song is called Sacrifice of the Goat, a very doomy, heavy metal sounding title, but fear not, this is just awesome finger-picking guitar music from Ron. Anyway, a really cool song, so let's drift away to the guitar of Ron McKinnon. Here is Sacrifice of the Goat. That was Ron McKinnon with the song Sacrifice of the Goat from 1968. And uh, now it's time for the last song on this episode, The Second Trip. And uh, it's time to visit a small town in Texas called Denton. For me, Denton was made famous by the, the band Mountain Goats with their excellent lo-fi folk song the best ever death metal band in Denton, 
really great song that always makes me cry but anyway long long before they did that song uh, some other guys met up in Denton in college I think and they formed a band called Green and uh, Green they were of course an American band but they have a more more British sound I think late Beatles Odyssey and Oracle styled pop a great use of horns and strings and you know superb arrangements the stuff that you want from you know this kind of psychedelic pop and again this is not a very expensive album it's quite easy to find and you get really good good music for your money and I've picked a song called uh, an absolutely great song called Sunrise number no. 7 and I think it's the perfect ending to this second episode. It's about some guy breaking up with his girl, you know, he wants his freedom, even though it has been perfect with this girl. And uh, it's pretty much how I expect you to feel after have listening to an episode of Feed Your Head. You know, you want your freedom, you have to go, you have to find your own way, you have to find your own music, but uh, it had been a great time with me here in my little podcast I don't know seriously I don't know it's just a beautiful song and um, I love it very much I think you should also listen to the bass playing on this song it's just perfect that's uh, how a, a pop bass player should should play I think it's just great anyway Uh, This is the last track and uh, I want to say thank you for listening and I hope you have enjoyed something here today. And um, yeah, peace out, be kind to each other, buy records and I hope I'll see you in episode number three coming soon. So people, sit back, roll them if you got them and drift away to sunrise number seven by Green. Without a
been with you six days now, baby, baby, six days in heaven. Call my name and I'll be gone. Sunrise number seven.